How important is the gift of constant companionship of the Holy Ghost? President Russell M. Nelson answered this question categorically when he stated that in coming days it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting, and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. Thousands of years before President Nelson gave this counsel, Isaiah prophesied the same. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he that doth speak. Behold, it is I. When we know and testify of Jesus Christ, we allow ourselves the ability to identify the Holy Ghost. I'm Kayla, and this is Witness in the Word. The opening of President Nelson's statement, in coming days, doesn't mean weeks, years, or even eventually. It means now. As we delve into promptings of the Spirit, an address from a living apostle of Christ named Elder Gary E. Stevenson, we learn the how of spiritual survival. It's important to recognize that promptings of the Spirit are very personal and come in different ways. What matters greater than the way we feel the Spirit is what we do to allow that space for Him to be present. I was sitting in on an interview for an open position at the church when one of the applicants brought up a beautiful analogy. Scientists study natural disasters significantly in depth, including the conditions in the atmosphere and on earth that caused them. After time, they've discovered that certain preconditions make the natural disaster almost inevitable. It helps the scientists identify and predict both the disaster and its intensity. If a certain temperature of water, light wind, and thunderstorms are all in a given area, the formation of a hurricane is much more likely, but the preconditions had to be there to begin with. The applicant then asked us this question, what preconditions must be in place for you to fill the Spirit? I've thought about that question almost every day since it was asked to me. The way the Lord speaks to us will change, but what preconditions can I create to be sure that I will hear Him? Elder Stevenson answers this question for us by giving us four guiding principles. 1. Stand in holy places. 2. Stand with holy people. 3. Testify of holy truths. and 4. Listen to the Holy Spirit. We are counseled to find physical locations where we can listen to and follow the promptings of the Spirit. Temples and homes are the most sacred of these spaces. Having shared about the temple with those not of our faith, I'm always told that they appear to be beautiful spiritual sanctuaries where the Spirit can be heard. I have a friend who believed differently faith-wise than me, but he would make the journey to the temple to pray on the grounds and counsel with God despite not being allowed in because he could feel him there. When we reach to God on holy ground, we readily find him reaching back. Three months ago, I had the privilege of attending a Utah YSA conference where the theme of the night was finding and sharing Christ together as one. My husband and I walked into the stadium to listen to the church-sponsored concert. One of the artists asked the audience to sing, I'm trying to be like Jesus. The feeling in that room was indescribable. It was hard to feel alone, and it was hard to ignore the Spirit. Who you are with matters. Elder Stevenson said, The Spirit cannot be restrained from attending a gathering of people. Find good friends. Be good friends. Because the Spirit's responsibility is to testify of the truth of Christ, we can hear Him when we do the same. When we choose to testify, the Comforter always shares His voice with our voice. The Spirit bears witness to the speaker and listener alike. 
As you seek and take opportunities to share your testimony with others, you will create moments to recognize the Spirit for yourself. When it comes to the Spirit, there's no room for anything but Christ. One of Preach My Gospel's greatest counsels is do not be afraid of silence. Listening takes effort and concentration. Elijah did not hear the Spirit in the loud noise begging for attention, but in the quiet and still moments that asked for his thought and effort. In the same way, we don't have to over-amplify for God to hear us. He will give us what we need when we wait patiently in the still. One thing I know is that we must be confident enough in God's will before our own to gather the courage to follow what the Spirit whispers. If we were to see everything God can, we would be praying for exactly what He is trying to give us, and we would go exactly where He's trying to lead us through the Holy Ghost. If you're joining me in a week of application from the words of Elder Stevenson, the key takeaways are to stand in holy places, stand with holy people, testify of truths, and listen to the Spirit. He leaves us with one last invitation that's a little more lighthearted, to stand in front of a mirror at the start of every day and to tell ourselves we're awesome, a child of God, that He knows and loves us, and we're gifted with the Holy Ghost. The follow-up podcast for Elder Stevenson's talk will be released on Thursday. You're welcome to join me in proving the words of a modern representative of Christ, Elder Stevenson.